Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers. Monday, August 2nd, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got some Hollywood news with the box office. Matt Damon's getting in the news. We've got Sex Monday coming up. And, of course, Holly's in for the Dirt Alert as well. That's right. It was people went to the movie this movies this weekend, but not in gro- droves, you guys. Uh, and, and in one case, just not enough. That would be Disney's Jungle Cruise. Okay, which took thirty four million at the box office, maybe thirty million more in Disney Premier Access. Hey, maybe Emily Blunt and Dwayne the Rock Johnson can sue Disney. Uh, the movie cost two hundred million to make. Oh, this is going to be a long slog. It's not a disaster yet. Okay. My mom saw the movie. She said she it was cute and fun oh, and fun. just enjoyed it. I had but it was th- her first movie that she'd been to, so I think no matter what it was, she was so happy to be in right. a movie theater. Right. Um, Green Knight got a lot of love from critics, not a lot of love from the audience, just about $7 million. Okay. That's the one with Dev Patel. And then M. Night Shyamalan's Old Got Old Fast. It's not really doing anything two weeks in. And then Stillwater... How did that do? Well, not good, Julia. Really? It had a $5 million weekend, and it is a great movie, according to all the critics. Um, and I don't know if Amanda Knox, you know, her thing had anything to do with it, or just the fact that maybe the last weekend in July I, it's busy. Was, a, was a weird time release to release date? this movie. Yeah. And then Matt Damon, well, wouldn't be... And I couldn't blame this last week on Matt Damon when Tom McCarthy, the director, kept calling it this Amanda Knox right. like saga. And she was like upset about it because it's like, hey, you know, come on, say some other name. But anyway, he's he, I forgot that he when he's on a promotional trail for a movie, he always says at least one awful and offensive thing. Who he, does Matt, Matt Damon. Damon? OK, he, that's why he's called Teflon Maddie. By the PR people in Hollywood. I don't know if you guys knew that, but no. he's Teflon Maddie. No, I didn't know Nothing that. Nothing ever Mm-mm. sticks to this guy. So he was promoting Stillwater and he chatted with the Times of London and they talked about how white, gar- white guys aren't movie star anchors anymore and how he was casually throwing around a homophobic slur until very, very recently. Like months. Yeah, he said, the word that my daughter calls the F slur for a homosexual was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application. I made a joke months ago and got a treatise from my daughter. She left the table and I said, come on, that's a joke. I say it in the movie stuck on you. She went to her room, wrote a long, beautiful treatise and how that word is dangerous. And I said, retire the F slur. And I understood. And I'm like, it took that. We've known since the 90s. Yeah, we have. 
You don't call person a half. No, no, we don't use that word anymore. No, nope. because it was popular in the seventies and eighties for anything. It didn't have the gay connotation when we used to use it. Uh, Way uh, back my jaw in the seventies, even the seventies, like in early eighties. But ever since, I mean, you knew not to use that word. He is living in a bubble. I mean, he is fifty years old. Was he trying to like brag on his daughter? He just sounds like an idiot, and he did it has sound nothing like an idiot. to do. But with I do think he with was the movie. No, he, he's he, a bubble. He's in a bubble. He always tries to pretend he's the smartest guy in the room, and that's why he gets in trouble on every... If you look at a history of every single movie, he always says something Stupid. offensive, yeah. problematic, but it never sticks to him. No. Teflon Matt Damon. Yep, I get that. I mean, I can't believe off. he thought that was a story he should share publicly. No. At 50. Mm-mm. Anyway, I I don't but know. But I also think you're I'm right I'm glad about his the... daughter's a decent person well, and right. read him the riot act. I think you're right, Lori, also about releasing a movie, heavy movie, the last weekend in July, where it just feels like everyone, there's so many other things going on. I get a family cartoon movie in the movie theaters for family fun and something like Jungle Cruise. I get that, but something heavier, just... This seems like a September movie. September movie, movie. yeah. Yeah. So it's too bad because it's... Supposed well, to be a terrific movie. We'll see it still. We'll see. But anyway, that on we'll top see it, of I bet we see it on Netflix or something. On top of Amanda Knox, though, like, and then now this with this because oh boy, did the people just come after him? Celebrities. Well, he's just ridiculous. Yeah, That's they're ridiculous. just like, what are you doing? And then um, the other thing, um, I wasn't kidding when I said that about um, Emily Blunt and um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson suing Disney for. Um, releasing, releasing the movie on streaming at the same time they released it into the movie theaters, this Jungle Cruise movie. Yeah, Hollywood is about to go to the mattresses because I think between Scarlett Johansson, you know, suing Disney for breach of contract, is that and the basic gist is that Scarlett didn't want Black Widow to be released on streaming they uh, promised simultaneous with yes. the theatrical release, and she believes that correctly that the streaming numbers suppressed the theatrical box office, 100%. which it did. Yes, and her profit sharing back end is only based on the box office in the movie theater. And her lawsuit points out that they made tens of millions of dollars from streaming that, but nothing for her. And then right. when Disney attacked her, and they it actually blamed COVID. Well, no, they said she was heartless, uh-huh. that she'd already been paid $20 million, mm-hmm. and they said it in the release. That statement was so harsh, it actually even brought more people to Scarlett Johansson's side mm-hmm. because Disney has laid off 30,000 workers during the pandemic, so it's pretty rich of them to claim Scarlett is the one who has callous disregard for the pandemic when they haven't even brought all their employees back. Not to mention, it's pretty rude and sexist to tell the world Scarlett's salary. Okay, so here's what here's the latest on this, Lori. Okay? okay. So they're saying the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit and Disney brand carnage is the new CEO, Bob Chapek, to blame. Apparently, um, you know... When um, he took over for Iger when he, he was retired for, for Iger two months or for whatever two months. And so multiple insiders who spoke to the rap said that they were surprised that the contract dispute between Scarlett and Dizzy, Disney was allowed to burst into the public view at all. And while the industry may be facing a watershed moment over streaming and movies and movie star profit participation, they also wonder if this is a crisis created by this new CEO, Bob Chapek, 
who has few talent relationships and little practical experiences dealing with movie stars in general. Well, so, then they're going to have the same and he thing. And he's got a, you know, Bob Iger and him don't like each other either yeah. at all. Well, Bob Iger had retired and yes, then he and came, came back, back. Exactly. In a weird thing. Yes. This, the Who's holding the reins? Yeah, we don't know. And and I guess um, Emma Stone can sue Disney for Cruella because the same exact thing. Sure, happened to her. It happened to her. And also when... Scarlett Johansson's agent, Brian Lords, who works at CAA, which is the most powerful talent agency in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. When they called out Disney, it means, and they called out, I mean, he called her out hard. Like the fact that they included her salary in their press statement was an attempt to weaponize her success as an artist and businesswoman is this that was something she should be ashamed of by right. CAA saying that it's not just about Scarlett being okay burning her bridges with Disney it means that this talent agency is picking a side and it will have larger repercussions for CAA's talent slate and their relationships with the largest and most powerful studio in town this is war I believe it I mean, this is all anyone is talking about yeah, in Hollywood. And I'm telling you, the bouquets are still coming to Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. She's going to like be, a, you know, she's going to have the Olivia de Havilland footnote. I think Holly told us about Betty Davis did, you know, something. Yes. Uh, to break up something in Hollywood. This yes. Is, uh, so anyway, and it really was so offensive there statement and there got to be a lot of actors that are cheering for her and rooting her on i think so laurie and she's going to be able to change the rule book mm-hmm. she's like screw it so anyway yeah i uh i kind of um i'm kind of it's kind of delicious it is a, it, i mean they thought that they could just i think they thought that they could just shrug her off they didn't right. kind of forgetting that she'd been part of their universe and part of it for nine years you just wonder if this is how it would have been handled if she were a man. Then this sure. an action thing came out. Sure. And if you remember, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, I think, got paid $20 million like in 2004 or something for, um, was it Liar, Liar? Or was, you know, he had Ace Venture Pet Detective in the Light, but he was the first $20 million man, I remember. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was Eternal Sunshine or yeah. whatever. So $20 million has been out there for 20 years. You know, for what they've been paying mm-hmm. these actors. So it's not like she's getting this yeah. exorbitant amount. That's a new amount. It's been around. Right. And I guess. It is an exorbitant amount if you look at other businesses and in other things. But in but the entertainment the world, world yeah. this is their, this is their, this is where they, this is what they make. Yeah. It was the cable guy where he got 20 million guy, from right. Columbia Pictures as well as mm-hmm. 15% on the back yep. end of the box office profits. Yep. I mean, this is the kind of thing that Disney could have worked out behind the scenes of course with they Scarlett could have. and Emma and everyone else, but they chose not to. It would not surprise me at all if Disney just truly believed that she would not sue them. Of course. That was their attitude. How dare you? And you eat children and sprinkle, you know, cinnamon into. People soup. <laughs> I mean, they were just like I so know. petty about it. They really were. I hope Emma does make a move, and I hope Emily Blunt does too. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, one other little uh, Hollywood bit of news that you might want to know, okay. Julia, is that, um, where's my story? Oh, Paramount has pulled the release of Clifford the Big Red yeah, Dog in September because it's a kid's movie, 
And with the Delta variant and all these kids under 12 not being vaccinated yet. There you go. I think they're thinking of their box office bottom line. And uh, it's not totally back to normal, the movie going experience, because so many movie studios are dropping movies the same day as they drop on the streaming service. So anyway, they they expect like to me, this movie looks like it's going to be. Not good, but I know what a beloved book that is, and so I could see, I could see why they're doing yeah. that. But uh, all right, they said they're only delaying it by one week, but I don't believe it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. Happy Monday. Hey, Ugh. same to you. Well, let's get right to the dirt. I've got a Kathy Griffin update. Okay. So I don't know if you guys reported the news or not that earlier today, Kathy Griffin revealed that she has lung cancer yeah. and that she was going under operation for that cancer. She had a good prognosis, stage one lung cancer. She wanted to let everyone know that she was never a smoker. I mean, the cancer happens in the body and she's out of surgery and in recovery. So she's already gone through the process now we're learning that there's going to be a big nightline interview with kathy griffin tonight and oh, it's tonight it's tonight okay so in this episode she's talking about mental health struggles over the past few years her addiction to pills her attempt at taking her own life her newfound sobriety and more wow good for her good yeah so you know she's really just bearing it all out there and uh she did say please stay up to date on your medical checkups It'll save your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we'll move on from Kathy Griffin over to something I know you guys talked about in the three o'clock hour. But for our five o'clock friends, Bill and Melinda Gates officially single and ready to mingle. (laughs) So court records confirm that a judge signed off on the divorce of Bill and Melinda Gates today. And Melinda filed for a divorce back in May after 27 years. No prenup. Now, Bill's net worth was estimated at more than one hundred thirty billion dollars at the time of the divorce. So the TMZ reporting that the settlement could leave Melinda over $65 billion. Uh, TMZ has obtained the details that Bill and Melinda, neither of them will get spousal support. Melinda will not change her last name. The documents say all property is divided uh, pursuant to the separation contract. So when they decided to split, they signed a document outlining who gets what. And they have no minor kids, no child custody, no support, child support. So it's just clean, done. Mm-hmm. There they go. All so right. if you want to date either of them and you're interested, then why don't you go ahead? In the music world, a Led Zeppelin documentary with unprecedented access to the ban has been completed. Oh, I would like that. It's called Becoming Led Zeppelin. And- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This project was announced back in 2019 and it has unprecedented access to the band. It's the first and only time Led Zeppelin has participated in a documentary in 50 years. Wow. Right. So, you know, in thinking about it, I remember like Led Zeppelin was one of the last bands to really hold out to commercialize their music. It was a big deal when Led Zeppelin gave the rights to one of their songs to a Cadillac commercial. So they've been always kind of pretty private. Now, the song remains the same. I, You guys have seen that, right? Yeah. 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 So that centered on Led Zeppelin. And that was mostly a concert from Madison Square Garden in 1973. And it was like Robert Plant walking around his country manor in a cloak. So in doing like 70s things. Um, so it's going to be happening. We don't have a release date for this. And uh, somebody's shopping around for distribution. So that is uh that is a good thing. Oh, that'll be good. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right, Julia. You're a rocker. Well, not you have, really. No, you do, but that's you got you got that Zeppelin going that's on. That's all you got older brothers. Well, but still that's still it. that's still that's how you get all it. Right. Are your older sibs all right. introduce you to music. That's right. I mean, Julia, have you ever watched Pink Flo- or The Wizard of Oz and listened to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon at the same time? Now, that sounds like a drugged out evening. And no, I haven't experienced that yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic rock creed. Uh, Rihanna is getting into the uh, perfume game. Why not? Why not? Exactly. Just add it to the Fenty Beauty Empire. So this is the first Fenty perfume. It's going to be available on August 10th. And uh, it's on FentyBeauty.com. That's the only place you're going to be able to get it. They're saying that it's a sweet and spicy fragrance inspired by Rihanna's places where she's been around the world, including her home of Barbados, Paris, and New York. And it's only at the low, low price of $120. Wow. So... That's aggressive what she, pricing for a first scent. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, I'm thinking too. Aggressive pricing for yeah. a first scent. You know, I can imagine paying that for people in the industry whose perfumes you trust. But that's aggressive pricing. All right, go. Yeah. Go, Rihanna. Yeah, go, Rihanna. So if you want to smell like her August 10th. Something else I think you guys talked about in the 3 o'clock hour, but big news in Hollywood that Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine has been sold for almost a billion dollars isn't that amazing good Mm -hmm. for you reese exactly now the terms haven't been disclosed but there's going to be a new company that's set up reese is going to be involved in this company day to day she's getting a lot of equity as part of this uh but congratulations to her i mean she remember when she started this company hello sunshine with reese's book club wild wild was first book Cheryl's trade from minnesota Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she's been working hard at this and uh she is cashing out today and she but she's gonna stay working and involved she's staying on the board and she and the ceo are staying Yes. And are running things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she did change. Uh, a lot of good stuff got made. Oh, my gosh. With yes. her production company with and having the leads. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she said, you know, hello, sunshine. The continuation of that mission is going to be happening. Yeah. Strong female centered narratives of all different stripes. I mean, we've gotten some pretty serious movies. We're getting a little bit with some more lighthearted ones, some comedies in there, too. So congratulations to her. Good job, Reese. Good job is right. Oh.
Poor Alex Rodriguez. Somebody, oh, won't please. somebody please pay attention to Alex Rodriguez? I can't believe. Tell people what he posted about <laughs> it's himself. Just too much. Ah, so Alex Rodriguez, fresh off of his 46th birthday, Italian Revere Spectacular, he posted a picture of himself on his Instagram story last night with the following caption: "Stepping out with the big D energy, <laughs> determined, <laughs> darling." And dapper AF. Now, come on. We all know what big D energy is, yeah, right? We don't need you trying to give us that, Alex. Oh, it's so cringy and it's so sad. He so- forgot to say D, D, big D energy stood for Doshka Kano. Thank He's- you. <laughs> He's so much. He is so much. Now, this, after the dueling yacht vacations have come to a close because there are photographs over on the Daily Mail of Jennifer Lopez just looking glamorous as all get out, saying goodbye to her yacht crew as she uh, debarked off of her yacht. Yeah, in Naples. In Naples. Yeah. yeah. It just, I mean, you know how much her, the Valerie, costs? Uh, oh, $130 million. That's how, That's $1.1 million for the week. Oh, so she rented it for $1.1 million for the week. She and Alex had yeah. rented it. Oh. So, and then he just, decided, well, rumor has it that Alex Rodriguez, his mega yacht bill was footed by somebody else. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise you at all. Mm-mm. Hey, Tom Girardi uh, has been spotted for the first time out in public since he is split from Erica Jane. Page six has the photos and he has a black eye. I know. We thought he either fell or one of the widows or orphans punched him. (laughs) That could very well be the case. Yeah, he's looking very frail. Probably the stress of all the lawsuits Mm -hmm. are finally catching up to you. Perhaps the alleged stealing from airplane crash victims is finally catching up with Tom Girardi. I wonder if we're going to find out he was like kingpin of one of the biggest legal Ponzi things because the company that owed there's a company. There's there are law. There are companies that loan. Um, uh, Chicago. Uh, yeah, but law uh, firms law float firms, money while the they're waiting money for while the, the class action lawsuit yes. type things to come through. I wonder how much money that that place is lent. Out. Right. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. You know. I think all will be revealed in the court of law. It's, and then what oh. will happen to the people that really? Right. The the victims the who victims. have actually been victimized by Tom Girardi. I mean, you know, there's one part of this story where it's like it, it, there is the celebrity salacious aspect of it, but then ultimately, and, and, and the reason that we talk about this so much is because there are real victims who right. are really hurt yeah. by the actions of Tom and Erica Jane, arguably just ugly and selfish and people. The, yeah, and that money would go to pay for medical bills and help that they need, and especially I'm thinking of like the burn victims or oh. money that's making... It really is... It's terrible when you think about what he did and the people that he screwed out of money. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, All right, thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Let's talk about what do we got today, Lori. Well, I wonder if a lot of people Julia, got laid over the weekend. Listen, <laughs> I want. I was so happy to find this story because okay. I've I've heard from some people. All right. That and and maybe even heard from some people some friends that you know were at my birthday party the other night who are just getting back out into the world okay foda is the new foma you guys what is foda well you know you remember foma FOMA is fear missing out foda is fear Photo is fear of dating again oh no but it's a real it's a real thing Mm -hmm. hinge 
Hinge put together, which, you know, Hinge, I mean, they're Match.com, and they're yeah, all, yeah, there's yeah. only like two companies that own all these. Yes. But they did, they always like to do their, you know, algorithm things. Okay. The biggest trend they've seen among people dating is that um, it's a newfound phobia. 44% of relation seekers are stricken by photo. Fear of dating again. 38% of singles on match are nervous about their social skills when it comes to dating again in real life because the wheels are rusty. Before COVID, COVID, people were in the groove of dating. It was just natural, and then people got out of practice. Okay. And over and now people are overthinking the littlest of details. Um, people on Hinge, one in three daters said that they overthink when a date gets postponed, which in before call, this is like, that's a normal part of the dating thing, right? right? Is things come up, things, things come happen. up. And anytime you don't feel like you're in the practice of something, there is anxiousness around it. And I think there's a lot of people expressing that concern of, I forgot how to do this. And maybe you had a COVID buddy. Right. During COVID. Right. And you don't have that person anymore. Right. So you also have to get back out there. And um, uh, some of the people uh, uh, on the on the Hinge uh, study said they've gotten out. They don't even know. They're so out of touch. They don't recognize pickup lines or when they're being hit on or how to approach people. Like people that used to be kind of flirty at Trader Joe's or just, you know, to be more outgoing. People are just kind of have forgotten that. And I did have a couple of friends just say, yeah, I'm kind of frozen right now. I just don't quite know how to get back out there. I'm so out of practice. So, you know, socially distance was a buzzkill. So we're going to get back in baby steps, baby steps. It's going to feel natural. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. That's right. Anyway. So, yeah, that's there's definitely um, the nerve-wracking people getting back out there. Now, so you're getting back out there. Perhaps you're getting in your own way. I was so happy because, Julia, um, being friends with a variety of people. Yes. Uh, Is that where you are? Oh, yeah. Are you friends with a variety of people? Yeah, <laughs> including Car- uh, Carrie King, the tarot queen. Oh, of course. Okay, you, she's given 25 years of reading the cards. But, okay. Um, this is kind of your, okay, so your most annoying dating habit by astrological sign. Okay. Okay. Uh, because maybe you're the one getting in your own way. Okay. It's not the other person. And, of course, we can't be perfect, so let's just go through what every individual sign's peccadilloes are. Okay. okay. Should we start with you, Julia? Why do we have Or Grant, what's your sign? That. I'm a Libra. You're a Libra. Okay. I'm a Libra. So we all know that indecisiveness is your not-so-secret flaw. <laughs> you can procrastinate like it's an Olympic sport. 100%. You have... You know, a couple decades of practice at it. All right. And <laughs> Is this so, the truth, Grant? For me, so far, you're hitting the, hitting it right in the book, okay. right in the money. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were single, if you are a Libra, don't overthink your dates. Make simple decisions about where you're going, what you're going to do, when, and what you're wearing, and then just stick to it. Don't start unpicking every choice or second okay. guessing 
just make the decision and get on with enjoying yourself and don't spiral. Okay. That's something that leaders have to watch out for. All right. Okay. I tend to not have a problem during the date. It's after the date. It's, are they going to text me back? What did I say? You know, like, is there going to be another date? So I have that anxiety just post date, not during. Post date anxiety. Okay. Right. Now let's let's go with an Aries, okay? For All Aries, right. you get bored faster than any other sign. Aries is like March twenty first to April twentieth. They get bored faster than anybody else, and they wear their heart on their sleeves. That means it shows when you start to drift away and think about your adventures or escapades that you'd rather be doing than being on the date. Oh, lovely! So you, Aries need to get a dating game face, okay? For when you're not enthralled by your dates. Stories, joke, tale. Or just plan different types of dates. But no, you have a hard You get bored faster than anybody. Oh, gosh. That makes me happy that that's not my sign. Yeah. Taurus, (laughs) April 21st to May 21st. Be on time, be alert, be engaged, and be there mentally and forgive. And physically, Taurians can, forgive me, be a bit lazy and laid back. This has its charms, but on dates, it's vital that you're contributing. Mm-hmm. To the date, mm-hmm. talking, asking stuff, not just lazing about letting the other person do all the work. Okay, that's the Torians. Got okay. it. Okay. okay, Gemini. Um, of all the signs, Gemini gets the most stick about having bad partner, about being a bad partner and right. lover. Okay, but um, the list goes on. You know that Gemini's are fickle, that they're disloyal, that they have wandering eyes, that they're argumentative. That they're cold and inconsistent, and much of this is unfair, Julia. Okay. A few bad eggs do not the entire star make. Fine. That said, Geminis can be fickle, hard to pin down, and tricky. We might say one thing one day and the opposite the next. Next, it's not that we're lying. We just take in, a Gemini will take in new information and change their mind really fast. All right. So people have to work to keep up with the flighty Gemini. Okay. Okay. So they're just flighty. Just You just know that. All yeah. right. Now, Cancer, that's June 22 to July 23rd. Um, Cancers, um, you enjoy getting the sympathy of others. You'll go to interesting lengths to achieve this. It's a side of your personality that is a test for others. So this can get very wearying. So Cancer has to be vulnerable and honest, but stop with the sob stories. That that does not sound like you at all. Well, Julie, I'm not dating. All right, go to Leo. Leos, they're your date, not your audience, and you've got to let them talk. Try to act interested, even if you're not. And if you're not, then don't make a second date. You love to shine, impress, and entertain, and warm the cockles of those you're dating. All right, go to Virgo, that's me. But this can come off as overbearing. Sit back, relax, and let your date shine, too. All right. Okay, Virgo, this is you, Jules. Yes, this is me. All Virgos have this secret inner teacher who loves to correct critique judge prompt please don't do this on a date resist like this me resist the urge to fact check or press on some stuff do it when you get home alone if you need to google something or find out something it drives people crazy that you need to find out the answers right away got it okay okay who else? The good old we Lib- Libra? We did that, right, Scorpio. No, do the Scorpio and the Sag. Oh, yeah, Scorpio. Now, this. Scorpios are, they're happy to interrogate on topics that are general, but less comfortable 
about talking about themselves. So a Scorpio can look guarded or shady and secretive. They have to open up. Okay. A little bit. And Sag, you're the Zodiac's biggest flirt. You can't help checking out what else is on the offer, even if the person opposite is a dream come true. Flirting is like breathing to Sagittarius. It's like automatic. Try not try to remember not to flirt with the waiter, bar staff, usher, taxi driver when you're on your date. Date. That's your number one thing. All right. What about Aquarius? Aquarians, you're lovely, but you really can act very aloof. Like you don't give a a you know what, because you're very self-contained and independent. Okay, then one more Pisces. Uh, caps, don't talk about... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At work, please don't. Don't ask people about their 10-year career plan. <laughs> and Pisces need to not be too nice. Um, don't apologize for things that are not your fault or offer to pay for everything or refuse to talk about yourself, blah, blah, blah. Show your true colors, Pisces. All right. I feel like we've covered it. Okay, I'm going to give you this so that you can get astrological signs from any future dates and just, you know, break it down, make it awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Let me see. What are you? Okay. We'll be right back. What is breaking news? (laughs) Do you remember when NBC they were filming the ultimate slip and slide oh. game. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Was getting diarrhea. Oh. So the headline breaking, NBC's slip and slide will not air this summer after diarrhea outbreak mm-hmm. for shutdown. Exclusive. Mm-hmm. So they just don't know when they're going to air this. Yeah. Well, how funny is that? They yeah, shut they shut down production once for a small amount of time. Uh-huh. Then they came out with an update a few months or maybe a month ago saying like they have shut down all production because there's still no control over it. Mm-hmm. So now the newest update is they don't even know when they're going to air the footage that they, they don't. did get. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should just scrap this one. I think I think that might be a solution, but it just kind of made me it kind of made me <laughs> laugh because that's kind of a funny headline. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Um, okay, so are we watching tonight the Olympics? Anything? Yes, because the gymnastics, it's the floor and... The, and bars. And bars. Yep, we'll see some I, bars. Okay. No, well, we saw parallel bars last yes. night. Was that last night? Yeah, yeah. that oh, was gosh. last night. There's so many things. SUNY won a bronze. bronze. Last yeah, she, she had a couple mistakes. Bronze, silver, gold. Well, yeah. here's the deal. They didn't let anyone warm up. Apparently that's their thing, and that sounds like a terrible idea. What a dumb rule! No one could do warm warm up, up. so every single you go out there cold had not very good scores. Doesn't that just seem like a recipe for disaster? It seems like a recipe for accidents. You Mm -hmm. know, to not allow people to warm up and get used to it. I mean, that it doesn't feel like something Mm -mm. you would. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Whoa. Bad day to be flying Spirit Airlines. What happened Uh-oh. there? Uh, they canceled like thirty percent of their flights in one day, and it's just absolute. Was it a software thing again? No, kind of they blamed weather and operational issues. But it's a real, real, real nightmare for them to cancel that many flights, and wow. people don't know. Yeah, I know it. I flew them once. That was it. 
Same. Yeah, me too. Same. <laughs> Never Same. again. Never again. They, I don't know that there was padding on the chair. That should be their slogan. Spirit <laughs> Airlines. Never again. Never again. Oh, boy. <laughs> You'll fly us once and we'll save you a lot of money. <laughs> but give you a headache and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like kind of a nervous wreck about I was flying, too. Them, flying them. Um, okay. What else is uh, going on um, that we can fill you in on? Well. Patrick Royce, he wrote a very great column about how much he loves Aaron Rodgers and that he's a breath of fresh air, how he just laid it laid all it out all there. Out. Really? He, he yeah. did a six-minute speech where he literally threw every single person in the organization. He, he? he cleaned house. He went in there and he just threw, he's like, well, you got, you know, why would I want to be a part of this? Every time you have any veteran, you just let them go. You give up on oh, them. He I named like eight players' names. They even really? brought back Randall Cobb because he was so upset that they let Randall Cobb go. He even made fun of Green Bay, the town, a little bit, too. He was like, this is not your biggest vacation town, so I don't know what, you know, there's not a big attraction. Late, he laid it all out oh, there. Wow, it was all right. hysterical as a sports fan. You don't really get that kind of truth and honesty, sure. so it was kind of cool. It, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I read it. I was like, Oh, damn, I wish I'd watched that. <laughs> it's I kinda, it's I, comical. We see, we see Royce every Monday, yes. he stops by. Now, Julia finally finished Hacks. Oh, with Gene Smart. Smart, isn't that oh. wasn't that a great show? Yes, great show. And the dialogue was so sharp. It's and Hannah well Einbinder yeah. was wonderful. Loved it. She was, it was amazing. Amazing. I just thought that was so sharp. Now, if someone wants to see something where someone used something sharp, like to give you a tattoo, Adam Levine has just got now. You know how many tattoos he has on his body? He just got a tattoo that inco- that covers his entire right leg, and it took him two days oh. to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not just dip your leg in paint at one point? You know, That's what it's going to look like when he's 80. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's I, such an art to it. I mean, he loves the art and he well, loves beautiful. everything about this guy who did it. And it was just so there's video out there if you want to see it. Yeah. What it looks like. Yeah. I uh, I have a nephew who's tatted head to toe. I mean, his face isn't. Right. But everything else is on him, and his mother has told him, if you tattoo your face, I'm cutting you out. Oh. I'll never give you another penny again. No, even, Smart. Even the neck, I think. Just leave the neck there. Well, there's that guy on Love Island. Right. He wears the same shirt every day. Because yeah, I mean, it covers his neck? Well, kind of. Not kind really. Of, he's got a bird still, or something coming yeah, up. Yeah, he's still got these two little wings coming up the side. I'm all for tattoos, but Same. if you want to have a business uh, you know, interview or anything important, make sure you can cover them up. Like, keep the hands free, like you said, the face, yeah. neck above. And everyone is really, and including me, much more open about them and really don't care. But I just kind of no, think but like, I, like I had a nephew who put a scary clown on the front of his hand. Oh. When he was like 18, oh. he's going to be lasering that thing off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so dumb. And the hand tattoos, they fade so fast. Yes. And uh, yeah, I was just like, mm, you know, you're not going to like that. And he goes, right. He goes, I already don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got a few. You just, I put them on my back and they're coverable. I don't even remember that I have them because they're on my back. Yeah, you know, Half the time I take a shower, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I feel about sometimes the back of my hair, Grant, when it's been a she couple never. days too long. I think, <laughs> well, I know it's probably kind of looks like smushed. I don't think we should have hair to be, around a Pomeranian's butt. Lori, I don't think we should have to be responsible for the hair on the back of our head. No, nope. Julia, it looks great from the front. When I mean, people when people come up to you and start fixing, I your always hair, fix your hair. Oh no. I okay, know. I watched this last night, and this was the thing called the Pursuit of Love on Amazon. Oh, I've oh. heard this is wonderful. Is this with Lily with our Lily yes, James and 
the guy that she the had guy. the affair with. Okay. That, you know, from... Um, Dominic West. Yes. It's... She is wonderful. She's going... She's it filming is, Pamela Anderson, Pam it and is, Tommy. It is... She's an amazing actress. Yeah. It is... Was it delicious? It's, I don't know if I'd call it that. Oh. It felt very long, the first episode. Like, very long. Critics were saying, for Bridgerton fans, the pursuit of love could be a good little... Uh, Movie. I double dog dare you to watch the first episode and tell me that. Is it a movie no, or a series? No, it's four episodes. I feel okay. like, I think it might be even more, but so far. It's a mini series based on the book of the real life. Yes. Beloved English uh, socialite Nancy Mitford. And they said that there's mess, the messy but true stories that inspired Amazon oh, the, Prime's yeah. The Pursuit of Love. So there's some true stories behind some of this stuff, and Julia. It's, and it's this, she grows up in this family with this dad who won't let his kids be educated in back in the you know, 1800s mm-hmm. in England in a big estate, but they can hunt, but they can't be educated. And she has a cousin that is educated wow. and so the cousin always comes and spends time with her but all emily's care what's her name um emily what's the name of the actress lily oh, james, emily lily Mo- james. Mo- yeah but it's based on emily mormer's yeah. she, all she wants to do is find love okay. and she's so wonderful with her just all right she's delicious we'll check it out. It and see if it's going I, to give I us our bridgerton romance uh, no it's not okay not yet not yet TBD. All right, TBD. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great Job night. Job done. Off you.